ダダンダンダダンダダンダンダダンダダンダンダダンダダンダンダダン
<clears throat> and then I was going to go to Malaysia, but all the paperwork involved in that. And I'm like, no, nah, fuck it. I'm just going to go to Thailand. And then I had the idea, well, then I'll go left, which is uh, west for those of you who don't know what a compass is. And go to Dubai, Croatia, and Spain. I'm not interested in living in Spain. I want to go see Sad Hill Cemetery in Spain and do a true round-the-world trip. But after, like, just, just booking flights and the paperwork and cut. I'm like, no, I'm, I'm, I know me. I'm going to be pissed off. <clears throat> so I'm going to go visit Modern Life John in Japan. And then I'm going to come home. And I will be much more informed about where I may want to buy a property overseas. And I'm taking off soon, so I got to... I got to get everything done. My girlfriend in typical fashion. Let me explain to you women, boys. Let me explain to you women. They there's they don't think. Let's just put it that way. I was going to say they think. They don't think. They just is. And the way they just is, is they is. They, they is they know using the words very precisely they is they know you can't do anything without them like your entire life that you became this attractive accomplished man <laughs> it's the mothering instinct in them they is they know are you gonna pack no i'm not gonna fucking pack i'm just gonna walk out there with just a t-shirt on and sandals nothing else just my dick hanging out of course i'm gonna pack oh she be, you might not pack. You might walk out with your dick hanging out like, wait a minute, things are kind of breezy. <clears throat> so uh, I uh, have to pack. I got to do all this other shit. I figure I'll give you guys one more. And I got a, just an amalgamation of shit. Just a bunch of articles because the world, it, the world is clown world. Yes, it is. Americans have had too much money, too much debt. Too much life on easy mode that everyone is an adult, mentally ill child, and it and that's bad. And the economy and the Western civilization will collapse. It will collapse, but it'll be fun watching it. It'll be great watching it. It'll be I watch my latest video series of journos who have long been laid off or they're they've moved on and they're they're uh their dreams of becoming a New York Times bestselling author are now dashed and the reality of their mediocre abilities and talents is, is manifesting in the careers. Watch it. Enjoy the show. Enjoy the decline. Enjoy the show. The show is all for us, guys. It's all for us. <clears throat> oh, but let's let's do the topic, and then we'll go through all the articles, and I'll clean out my inbox with not necessarily fan mail, but uh, emails. Uh, I'm getting tired. Getting tired. Let me let me help help me help you. Help me help you. Comments, emails, and y'all seem a little bit pissed off about it. And admittedly, I do have an enjoy the decline attitude and outlook. I am a minimalist. I am well. Don't slave yourself away for the corporations or pay taxes or you know anything that might get you divorced or anything like that. I, I'm aware of that, but that doesn't mean you don't try in life. And I'll point out that labor force participation rate has gone down, especially among younger people. I'll point out the lying flat or uh, quiet quit or whatever uh, has resulted in employers being desperate to actually pay a living wage, sometimes even train you. Whoa. 
<clears throat> say, look, the opportunity to go and make so there's ways to do it. I'll, I'll point out a way for every young person to, I mean, not every, but most young people, a way for you to go and afford a house by imploring your parents to let you stay at home, start working at 18, two jobs, work until you're 22. And you're just doing that alone will help you more than any college. Even if it was an engineering degree, it'll help you out way more. If you want, go find that video or <clears throat> I could do another video detailing. I guess we should call it a plan. We should really call that something like the 23 skidoo plan or something like that. I don't know. Give it a, give it a title. So everybody knows I give you, I give you solutions to many of the problems and I get you whiny little bitches. Why should I work? <laughs> Dumb motherfucker. You're still alive. It yeah, fine. I'm not saying go slave away and work for the big four. I'm not saying go slave away, get your MBA and do 60, 80 hours a week. But you're still alive. You still got to do something. And this whole, it's so, it's so incelly. It's so, this one thing isn't worth it. So I'm just going to roll over and die a metaphorical death and not try on anything. It's like, no, it's like, it's like the virgin towels. You use it as an excuse not to do anything. I can't get pussy, so fuck the rest of the world. Get in here. <laughs> it doesn't change the fact you're still going to live. You're still going to be alive for at least 60 years, at least. <clears throat> and you're not, I, you're, you're not convincing me the vehemism in your voice. You're not convincing yourself, obviously. <clears throat> but you are not solving the problem. Fine. Okay. Girls aren't interested in you. It's you've done the calculus as a 15 year old idiot and you've figured out it's not worth asking. Out. And you, okay, fine. Abandon all the women. You still have 60 years of life ahead of you. And somehow you've translated this into, well, I'm not going to work at all. Which might sound good on paper, but once again, I would argue with you to or, or ask you to go and look at people who don't work at all and see what their life is like. I know it sounds counterintuitive because work sucks, but as the great Chris Beckloff once said, the only thing worse than having a job is not having a job. And if you look at the people who go through life trying to avoid work, because fuck to say it's not worth it, you corporation to be better. They're even more miserable than the most master's degree of master's degree, ardent, hardcore, bitter, middle-aged, dried-up eggs, feminist spinster. Because at least those women have an ideal. At least they have some kind of career. It'd be dubious whether it's of any economic value contributes to society. <clears throat> but at least they, they have something. And I'm looking at, I'm like, the opera, it's never been this good. You know, to, come on, take the shot. It doesn't look good. What do you mean it doesn't look good? It doesn't look get to look any better than that. Sundown, Top Gun, first one. I'm looking at, I've never seen corporations and employers so on the ropes. I've never seen it in my life. I, I remember talking to a cop buddy of mine. And he was saying when he first tried to enter the police force, it was something like 500 applicants for three positions. 
And uh, the only way he got in is he did a cadet program when he was 18. So, but that's a different story. But there was 500 applicants for three positions. Now the police department, they were, they're begging people. They're begging. Even the various counties where I live, you know, South Dakota, not, not a lot of people in Rapid City. Yeah, you, you talk to a cop in Rapid City. You looking for a job? Not really, no. <laughs> I'm not against it. I, I've thought about part-time work. And uh, the standards that they lower, like you don't have to have like, I don't, I'm not speaking for Rapid City, but the military, they have like a pre, like if you're fat, they'll take you in. There's no, there's no physical anymore. There's no physical test. Hey, hiring bonuses. Hey, you want to come in? Hey, teachers, there's a teacher shortage. Did you know there's a teacher? Like of the easiest of easiest of degrees, there's even a teacher. The Democrats were so successful. The leftist teachoids, we're going to call them teachoids, not teachers, teachoids over in the public schools. They so successfully brainwashed now a full generation of workers that you can't even find enough kids to major in education and go become teachers. You could walk in. Uh, the boomers, oh, it must have been nice to graduate from high school, walk in and get a job that allows you to, to pay for rent. I'm like, oh, you mean like it is now where you could walk in and go start at $15 an hour as, as a waiter and waitress and go make tips on top of it? Or like a truck driver? We could go in and after some truck driving school, you make 60 grand a year. Or the railroads, it was an hour, this is like several years. I think BNSF is offering 80 grand. Now you got to go through the training. You're going to be put out in the middle of freaking nowhere, but 80 grand? Like it's, you, you've begged and pleaded for this. Here it is. And I'm not saying, and here's why I agree. I'm not saying you go all out. I'm not saying you, you, go, you go try to be a corporate man. But the opportunity is there now for you to get a job relatively easily, make a living wage or living salary, <clears throat> and you could actually probably buy a house. Depends on where you admit. Now, admittedly, housing's a little expensive. And yeah, that yeah, you don't pick up no $25,000 house working your paper route, as the great one once said. But it's way more doable now than since I've ever been alive. I was born in the 70s, so it was... Shit, Carter economics. Uh, 80s are pretty good, but they were recovering from the Volcker recession. But now is not the time. I can't get any pussy, so I'm not going to do anything. Fuck, it's not worth it. Yes, it is. And, oh, yeah, absolutely not. No, no, no. You don't get your MBA. You, they say, hey, we need you to stick around this weekend. No, no, I'm not doing it. We really want you to get your MBA. No, I'm not doing it. Unless you're going to pay for my MBA and pay me to get it. What should I think of that? What? You guys can even say half the time you can even get remote work. Like, no, I'm not coming in unless I got remote work. And all you got to do is try a little bit and you'll have something to do. You have kind of a purpose in your life a little bit. Distasteful as it might be, but it's better than sitting at home watching prawn and playing video games. Look, I'm all for the prawn and the video games and the Mountain Dew and the Doritos, but not all the time. <clears throat> like that's that's your reward when you get back. And there's nothing that unto itself is not enough. And now you got an opportunity to actually go and kind of make a little bit of money with nowhere near the bullshit. That's the other thing. The baby boomer bullshit 
is uh, abating. It's slowing. That's it's it's going away now. Now is Gen X bullshit. What color are you? It's so important, but we're totally not discriminating. Are you a woman? Hang on. Me and the other HR gals are going to go masturbate in the girls' room because we have a female applicant, but we're totally not sexist. Oh, my God. I love your shoes. Do you want to be a vice president? <laughs> okay, there's that bullshit. But this is where you hang your hat. There's like this whole opportunity, this whole world. Like I've painted it through. I, maybe I haven't. Okay, I haven't painted it, but we've shown lights on a, a a potential life that you can have male or female by the way where okay it's minimalism so you're you're no longer a slave to the i have to have a car and a mech mansion in the suburbs bullshit we've exposed the bullshit of higher education and that a master's degree especially an mba is a fucking waste of time we got it to where we got corporations on the ropes and it's like, nah, I'm working remotely <clears throat> unless it's an actual physical job where you logically would need to be there. But like, no, I don't have to do that. I'm working remotely or at least part-time remote. So you could go and have a life, go to the gym, get some exercise. And then women have shown a lot of lights on the viability of you of marriage and the percent chances of you having a happy one. So without that, so now you really take a lackadaisical approach, which liberates a ton of time and money if you're not pursuing women full-time with the intent of marriage. You're just like, yeah, we'll wait and see. Hell, even though I'm against it, the welfare state gives you food, clothing, and shelter if times get particularly bad. <clears throat> that you could... You don't, you could just bike around, walk to work, or walk it. You can work from home. You don't have to walk to work. You can walk to the local grocery store. Digital nomads. Although we got this life that you could have if you just try a little bit. There's, I guess, maybe that would be the, 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 the gold medal or the, the trophy, is a digital nomad traveling around the world, just living real cheap, like making your money at home, kind of like a Matt Forney type of existence. Maybe not super wealthy, but wealthier than than the world's richest billionaires type of thing. <clears throat> and you won't be these sad sacks of depressive shit. Like the irony of, is that with it? Is that with it? It's like, okay, go be like Billie Eilish. You two would make a great couple. <laughs> Kid. Can't you see the opportunity in front of her where you could take advantage of the employers? Like, yeah, you're going to pay me. Fuck you, pay me. And then I go home. It's five o'clock. See you. Bye. I know a friend of mine. She ended up dating a cop. And the cop is uh, younger 30s, I believe. Not much older than that. And uh, I asked her, because I've never been a cop, but I work with cops. What you typically do as a young cop, you go in there and you get as much overtime as you possibly can. Because <clears throat> you're not married. You don't got no family. You want to get experience. The old timers have families. You take their shifts on Christmas night or Thanksgiving or whatever so they can spend time with the family. You earn a rapport within your, that kind of thing. And I said, oh, is he busting off a lot of overtime? She's like, no, he does his 40 and that's it. He doesn't do more than the 40. They beg and please like, nope, not doing it. I'm like, look at that guy go. Smart man. And as long as you get your finances together. As long as you're a minimalist, as long as you don't have stupid shit like, I don't know, student loans for a stupid degree. Oh, car, car payment, bro. Bro. Got car payment. 
get the girls up. Once you don't have that, yeah, you don't have to work more than 40 hours a week. Did he got something to do? That's all I was putting out. And that's it. That's all I had to say about that. Like, and, and I, I'm not really much of one for the band hammer. I will, I kind of look forward anytime. I, I, I love the freedom of speech. Like, yeah, you could say, you know, you could critique me. You could disagree. You could whatever. You could say some pretty outlandish shit. But if you ever like, oh, well, I'm trying to think. If you ever question me, like it's just a personal attack. I love the band button. I love that. I'm almost half tempted. <laughs> Deletey, maybe I'll start deleting that shit because <clears throat> there's too much of you, and you're wrong, and it's not in your best interest. That's my point. It's not because I hate you or disagree with you, but you're absolutely right. You're gonna wait. You are going to be. Look, is there is there anything more of a tortured existence than hating life? Think about that. We we all. Rightly so, even for, for the best interest of women, is point out just how miserable feminism typically makes women. Not saying all, but look at so you are immediately a, a sworn off half the population. A lot of times you view them as the enemy and the cause of all your problems. You are taught an ideology or a life philosophy or a value system that you are the most important thing in your life. And that is where your happiness is going to come from through either self-love or consumerism or your career uh, and not other people. And that if you were to have children and a family, they come second or third to you and whatever you is, whether it's travel or your politics and da, 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 da. <clears throat> Very commonly, your career. And you don't have to be a Socrates-level philosopher to say, hey, there's not a lot to live for that. I mean, it's all going to get tiring and boring. You want to work, your career is the most important thing. You're going to be miserable. And by the way, in a really wicked irony, um, you're, you got this timeline you got a time limit to attract the opposite sex and to have children i mean that's going to end and the uh, the added torture existence of acting like that don't matter to you at all and i don't need rah, rah, rah. and then and then you get the stereotype that we all lampoon and make fun of the the typically though not always middle-aged white woman who's a career professional who has higher levels of antidepressant consumption than any other group or demographic <clears throat> who's postmenopausal still has student loan debt has only the ideology of frankly hate which she double downs on and blames men for all of her unhappiness bad finances no man to support her blah, 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 blah. and we don't know where that chapter we don't know where the story ends that book is still being written, more or less my generation, a little bit older, more like young boomer women. But watch Gen X one, like, watch what happens. See, where does this story end? It ain't going to end good. <clears throat> it's like the movie Salo. Don't watch that, by the way. Oh, my God. For the moment, you want to watch Salo? I'm like, what's it about? Eh, it's this, like, dark uh, Italian movie that got banned. I'm like, what? <clears throat> and you think it's okay. Like, oh, what's happening? It just... Okay, I take that back. Literally, you know, I'm not kidding. I am not kidding. Don't watch that movie. You're going to regret it. I, I'm not. You can't unsee it. I couldn't get all the way through. I'm like, no, I can't do this anymore. 
Uh, but I'm afraid that that's what that life is, is going to look like. We all know that path. We all, we could see it now. Do you want your life to be like that? Just the male version of it? Fine. Yeah. Life ain't fair. Right. Don't work for the corporations, but you got an opportunity. One, you got to do something <clears throat> no matter what that you got to do something then in the meantime to kill it. That's why everyone focuses on this way. Self-improvement is very big in the male community. I believe, you know, uh, say, okay, absent women, we're at an impasse here. We'll respect your lady's general opinion that we're not wanted, not sought after. And, and unless we're an absolute top tier man, then we get a man. Okay, we we got that. Okay, fine. But we're not going to sit here and pout. <laughs> it's hey, go out and enjoy life. I mean, we all make fun of him because he's special needs. But look at Modern Life, John. He goes over to Japan. He does his thing. He hits the gym. <clears throat> it tries a different culture. I'm you know I ridicule the passport bros as you might. They're at least traveling and checking out different cultures. I'm going to Asia, but that's more for like investment reasons not really I'm, i will have fun I'm, I'm gonna go check out the culture but i go hiking you know you're liberated in a certain sense but for the love of god don't piss away your life being pissed off and angry like these bitter feminine and look at it that's what what's feminist solution for for team woman is be pissed off and blame men do that do any of them look happy they're crying. They can't work a nine to five job. The 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 amount of alpha widows. Oh my goodness, the alpha widow rate is is skyrocketing. And and at the end of the you know you'll be sixty five. Well, I don't think you're going to make it to sixty. If you got that deep sad, the people who aren't happy or don't have a purpose and reason to live, they don't make it much past sixty. You know, your genetics might save you a little bit. We're going to have 60 years of a miserable life. <clears throat> Whereas like, let's say you're Rich Cooper or you're, um, who else is uh, adventuring? Um, um, Andrew, a legal mindset. He goes out, he's traveling. We're going to meet him over in Thailand. People who go, go out and do something, whatever it is. It could even be religion. It could be, <clears throat> could be in this case work, but that'd be a healthy sense. You're going to live longer. And you're going to have a better life. For God's sake, don't become the male version of a pissed off middle age, upper middle income white woman spinster feminist. Like, come on, don't become that. Go, go do something else. So there it is. Hey, super chats, two super chats. I'm going to stay on top of this. Vernon T. Waldrop, two bucks. Unsolvable problem of humans is how to not be lazy. It is a solvable problem. I think anyway, and thank you for pointing that out, Vernon. I do have a course. That's why I created this course. It's called How to Stop Being Lazy. I didn't put Vernon up to this. He just threw one over the plate. I'm going to hit it out of the park. But if if that's what's holding you back, like you're just pissed off, you have to get a, a job or work, uh, that life is worse for you than one where you actually go and work, no matter what job it is. <clears throat> you're just mopping floors. Work at late night security, which I kind of enjoyed, by the way. Uh, but if you have a pro if laziness is your problem, and deep down inside you know it, but you're using this excuse, uh, we don't like men, why try, but deep down inside, I'm a lazy sack of shit. Yes, you are. 
I got an hour course, not even an hour course, short course called How to Stop Being Lazy. It's on Teachable. You got to search the Clary School of Economic Philosophy. I tried searching it, How to Stop Being Lazy Teachable. It didn't come up. I think I even have a link below like to link all my courses, but just go Clary School of Economic Philosophy on Teachable. You'll find it and you know, click all products. It should be, you should see the, the How to Stop Being Lazy course. Thanks, Vernon. Christian Campos, five bucks. Cappy, you made it. I saw your book of Batch of Pat Economics at the San Francisco Public Library website. Christian, <clears throat> I need you to get down there. And you need to tell those like, or send him an email and tell him, you should really look at this Aaron Clary fella. He is a straight white male. He is not a Democrat. And he writes misogynist. I'm getting all my investment. And it's not really racist, but say it's racist for good measure. You need to get them to take that down, okay? I don't want no people in California or San Francisco getting my book for free. You need to have them take that down. So kind of what pisses me off is um, the, it, there's really nothing. You, you can't just say, no, don't give my books to libraries. Libraries have like a some kind of law that they can like, well, it's technically they own it and they're just lending it out. That's kind of the thing. God darn it. Of San Francisco Public Libraries of all such things. Maybe I should file and hey, hey, take this down. Have you looked into this guy? Just find the leftist, sexually confused masters in library science person there and say, oh my God, this guy. I'm like, oh my God, he is white. We got to get rid of that. I do not want my book at the San Francisco Public Library. All right. Um, Ozenpick. I love Ozempic. Uh, it's a weight loss drug. If you didn't know what it is, it's Ozempic. I have inside baseball. I have a medical professional who works predominantly with women's health. And in come the fat waffalos. And she she says unto them, you need to lose weight or your life will die. Not, not for cosmetics. We're not talking for men. You're not living like, you are going to die. And not a pleasant death either. Losing a foot to diabetes is not fun. We are trying to help you girls, but they guess what? They don't listen. So she's known many a women over many a years. She's watched their health just not improve, actually decay. <clears throat> Ozempic came out. And guess what? There was a line of appointments. Can I get Ozempic? Can I get Ozempic? Can I get Ozempic? Because it, I, if you were to ask me, Aaron, do women like men? Generally not, no, based on the data and the research I saw. However, <clears throat> if it's the right man, he's top tier, then the laws of physics change, and then it, but they'll, they'll take that guy. But when given the choice of what's required to get that guy, they won't do it. Everything is choice. And what it ultimately boils down to, I've said this before, I'll say it again. Most women love food more than they love men. Most men love food more than they love women and sex even. Because otherwise, the majority of men would not be overweight. If you guys wanted to have sex that much, you would not be overweight. But you can see men like prefer laziness and sloth and food over sex. <clears throat> because that's the choice people make. And so I don't care, again, what lurks deep in the heart of women or men for that matter. 
It only matters the actions you put forth in the real world because that is what is actionable. That is what the real world sees it can, can interact with. That being said, yeah, I would say every woman deep down inside would like to have a man, only the right man, but not as long as it takes, <clears throat> as long as they don't have to work out for it, as long as it doesn't take any effort. Well, now Ozempic comes along and presents that uh, paradox or that philosophical quandary. Here you go. Have your cake and eat it too. You could be thin without working out. And then it, that underlying desire for a man comes out like, oh, now I don't, I don't have to work. Okay, Z's. <clears throat> so, you know, this drug, which has been out as about as, I think it was out three more days than whatever vaccine for the COVID was for the government. Oh, yeah, it's perfectly fine. Take it. Ozempic side effects lawsuit can move forward. <laughs> this is late 2023. A Louisiana federal judge on Friday largely rejected Novo Nordisk's bid to dismiss one of the earliest lawsuits brought against the pharmaceutical company over side effects of its blockbuster drug, Ozempic. U.S. District Judge James Kane Jr. said plaintiff Jacqueline Bjorkland had provided enough support at this point in the case for her claim that Novo failed to warn her doctors about the risk of gastroparesis slowdown and the emptying of the stomach into the small intestine associated with the drug. Jacqueline Bjorklund. Can I see what this woman looks like? I don't see one. I don't see it. Uh, gastroparesis. Let me look up that. What are the symptoms of that? It means paralysis of the stomach. It's a functional disorder affecting your stomach, nerves, and muscle. It makes your stomach muscle contractions weaker and slower than they need to digest food and pass it on your intestines. This leads to food sitting <clears throat> long in your stomach. Too long in your stomach. What are the types, common symptoms? Indigestion, bloated stomach, abdominal pain, nausea and vomiting, loss of appetite, absolute constipation. There are a lot more uh, side effects of Pick that are listed on the media, which I'll get to here in a second. The judge dismissed Borkland's breach of express warranty claim, which accused the company of falsely marketing its drugs as safe, finding she did not identify any specific promises made by Novo Nordisk. Kane dismissed the warranty claim without prejudice, meaning Bjorklin can amend her complaint and refile it. Spokesman, ba 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 ba. <clears throat> so there's already a lawsuit there. This is Daily Mail, so it's a little little debatable. Illinois woman who vomited so violently after using Olzenpick that she tore her esophagus joins huge legal fight against maker of block blockbuster weight loss drug. As as it faces 10,000 lawsuits? <clears throat> uh, reported previously that another woman who's suing the company will suffer from diarrhea forever. Uh, a woman lost teeth. This is according to claims they failed to warn about serious side effects. Woman suffers. Oh, this Hindu stanti diarrhea forever. Okay, here, here's, here's, here's my my point. At least you didn't have to hit the gym or diet, right, ladies? 
least you didn't have to do that, right? <clears throat> Diarrhea forever? That's fine. Losing your teeth? Cool. Hitting the gym and, and eating vegetables? Mm. You know, the guy with the orange jacket, the black dude with the orange jacket? Mm. Like, how much... <laughs> How much do you hate working out and exercising? Like how much, man? Do, just go be fat. Okay, man? Ladies, look. What? The, you might lose weight, but are you really going to get the guy you want? Really? Are you really going to get the guy you want if you say lose like 20 pounds when you really need to lose 40? Is it worth these side effects, loss of teeth? Diarrhea forever, a stomach that don't work, vomiting. I, it's choices, man. I should write a book called Choices just to show how fucked up people's logic is. What the hell is so wrong about diet and exercise? What, what is so intimidating to you people, men included? Why can't you just go for a walk? And if you're like, cause I'm if that's the answer, which I know it is because I'm lazy, then go, please, please take my course, How to Stop Being Lazy, available at the Clary School of Economic Philosophy on Teachable. Man, you guys, you, I, I guess the ultimate point is the, the last stop of the, of the train route is when the fat activists all die of cardiac arrest. What are we up to? Five, six now? You guys fear work more than, than death. You fear diet and exercise more than death. I would say torture because a life of being fat and overweight, that, that can't possibly be fun. But I'm not talking the obscure, genuinely mentally ill people who are like proud, fat activists, whatever. Okay, fuck off with that shit. But 60% rank and file American women. Oh, you'll you'll subscribe to a drug. You'll you'll take a drug that's been out a hot fifteen minutes, one full minute more than the the COVID vaccine was out. As long as you don't, why don't you just give up? Here, another way to improve your mental life: hope destroys. Look at all the black people that were let down by Obama's promises. Hasn't helped out a bit. Hope just makes it worse. Just give up your hope. Except you're never going to have the guy, so you don't have that. And like, well, now if I take the drug, I could get Jason Momoa. Just give it up. Go live peacefully. Go find a hut in Florida next to all Florida's. Florida is heaven for Americans because it's just sand uh, beaches and it's warm and there's all the restaurants in the world, everything, all the restaurants you could possibly imagine. There's your, your fast food joints, there's your chains, there's actual you know, uh, unique, I don't want to say better restaurants, but stuff if you don't want to have the same food every day, sushi restaurants, go, go live there and enjoy it. Don't worry about it. What a tortured life. You will, you will run the risk of diarrhea forever and vomiting and nausea just so you could lose. No, it's not so you could lose it. Everyone can lose weight. It's so you don't, have to work. <laughs> the, there's the hard way and the really hard way. And that's the really hard way. T 
taking this drug with a chance for for some various, which we probably don't even know all the side effects. He obviously hasn't been out that long. Man, were they lining up for my buddy? Can you give me the Ozone Pack? Why? What do you really? Why? Show me the guy. You know what? I should do a service. You girls should come in like before you take Ozone Pick or any weight loss drug. Okay, any one of these magic cures, any one of these silver bullets. You come in and you show me the guy you want to get and like how much weight you think you got. I'll let you know whether or not you're going to get the guy. And then therefore you don't have to have the risk of, you know, shitting out your intestines or or a what? Broken esophagus? Good Christ. Good Christ. <clears throat> but now, now you'll get Chad and Tyrone. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder, hang on, let me see. Who is taking Ozempic, men or women? Are, are men kind of avoiding it? Wait, let's more likely to interest women than men, poll finds. Majority of women express interest in taking drugs like Ozempic or Wagovi, likely in part the product of great pressure on women's bodies. I thought it was over. I thought it was, I thought there was no more pressure. You girls, big is beautiful. You got a, you got nothing but fat chicks up on the advertising and the billboards and the, the, the media stuff. You've won. No one cares. Why are you strong and proud? There should be no more pressure. Men aren't even asking you out. Just, just relax. Uh, <clears throat> uh, weight loss drugs are more like this is written by. She fell Luthral. Like, that ain't a fake fucking name. Health reporter. Your trusted source for contextualized health news. Women are substantially more likely than men to be aware of and interested in taking new prescription weight loss drug. Nonpartisan health poll. About 51% of women said they were very or somewhat interested in taking these drugs compared to 38% of men. Uh, women 30 to 64 or more most likely be interested in using these weight loss drugs. Wait a minute. Wait a fucking second. Over half, barely, but over half of the women are interested. <clears throat> and a wide age of ranges. And for generations, we have heard nothing about you don't need no man and fuck men and strong independent and don't judge our bodies. And literally, <clears throat> men are, are shallow for wanting sex. Half of you still deep down inside believe... Oh, Maybe I want to be thin. <laughs> what happened to that front? Banging. You were all unified on that shit. And now I, another question I have to ask genuine feminists. Like, is it kind of like, do you uh, look down upon these women? Like almost like traitors. Cause they obviously don't, <clears throat> I'm not, a, I'm not against self-respect. And like, yeah, I got to lose some weight, but it isn't the most important thing about me. I can see an angle on that. Does that kind of piss you feminists off that women are like, oh, yeah, I'll take the drug. I see a contradiction in the numbers. 38% of men, women are most likely, about 56% of women in that age range express interest compared to just over 4 in 10 women younger than the age of 30 or older than 60. Well, that's because generally still those younger women are not overweight. Uh, unequal. Uh, the gender gap is a surprising," said Ash Ashley Krisinger, a pollster at KFF, and likely speaks to the distinct and unequal expectations placed on women. No one's placing any expectations on you anymore. No one. No, 
That th- th- Shut up with that shit. That's long ago now, man. We have a long history of women being more pressured to take care of their body and be concerned about weight loss and be concerned about body type and how much to weight. No, that, that is not the message that has been sent out at least for 10 years. 10 years, the opposite message has been sent out. <clears throat> women whom society is most critical of about their weight are the groups most interested in taking these type of weight loss drugs. It's not that complicated. I'm not, I'm not going to read the rest. Everything is, is dodging. You know, there's that meme and there's like several balls, accountability, responsibility, agency, and the girl's dodging. Okay. There you go. <clears throat> uh, in here related time magazine, which is, which is shit. Um, who wrote this? Catherine Molly, Mile Miley, Catherine Miley. She, her. <laughs> Just so you know, it's bullshit. Let me see how successful she is. Let's take a look. Come on, copy. No, copy, paste. Is there a Twitter, LinkedIn, Condi Nast? Okay, Muckrack, Time Magazine. Uh, Catherine Muller. Okay, <clears throat> she has one follower. Okay, so she didn't even really put much effort into her Twitter. I if if you I can see if you don't. Um, November girl photographer. Uh, this is this is. If you're writing for Condi Nast, you, you ain't anything special. Uh, wow, an overweight black woman. Who would have saw that? Uh, I can't join to view the full profile. Oh, the Arts Institute. <laughs> I don't know if you guys had an Arts Institute in your town. It was like the ITT. I don't. Hey, I know. I know we're going on tangents here. Hang on. The Arts Institute. Hang on. Come on, type Aaron. The Arts Institute. The Arts Institute School. I don't think it's... There are other places. The Arts Institute. Okay. Oh, yeah. It closed down in 2023. So written by a college graduate there, uh, Moily, she, her is a Brooklyn-based writer, body positive influencer, social video producer at them. Oh my God. Do you guys just make up fucking websites every week? Just get a fucking job, man. Just go work a fucking job. Featured in Them in Teen Vogue, her work centers fat, black, and queer social issues and representation in media. So this, this is what I was curious about. What, what would be the feminist philosophical response to all these women taking O's and pick B? So at least she, in, in defense of her, she's being intellectually honest. They, they held the lines like, no, we had this philosophy that our bodies shouldn't matter. You guys may disagree with it, but it doesn't change the fact that the philosophy is we are all that matters. We're a very we-centric focus, and the rest of the world can go pound sand. We are not defined by men and society, right? And she's holding to this. So it's intellectual honesty on her part, fair play. By now, we're all familiar with the newfound popularity of Ozempic, a drug helped to create, manage type 2 diabetes, 
being used as the new miracle weight loss drug. Recent studies have shown that the active ingredient in Ozempic, semaglutide, can cause weight loss. And in 2021, the FDA approved a drug with a higher dose of semaglutide to treat obesity. However, the popularity of this new drug is increasing the weight of the pressure to pursue thinness. I don't know if it just allowed people to. It didn't increase the pressure. The return of low-rise genes and Kim Kardashian shrinking her BBI were some of the first harbingers of the reversion back to a time when only our phones were allowed to be thick. <clears throat> you can you can be as fat as you want. There will just be no interest in men. And if you're okay, the cake and eat a tooth thing, man. The cake and eat a thing, they're going to try and shame you into liking fat chicks. At least I'm not going to waste my career doing that. It's clear that the unlearning and undoing of a century's worth of harm by the rise of the body positivity movement is regarded as just another trend. She's not wrong. Think of all the effort that went into, you know, trying to convince women that big was beautiful or that your, your body size shouldn't matter. I was born on the heels of Generation Y, so my mind and body developed during the got milk propaganda in the early 2000s. Truth be told, if Ozempic was introduced when I was growing up, I probably would have been eager to get my hands on some myself. I was raised even in an African immigrant household, nobody cares, to believe that the worst thing you could possibly be is fat. I grew up wondering if the taste of Slim Fast would make me diminish and dance like the women of the commercials. I lusted after those dry unappetizing Weight Watcher pastries because I craved the feeling of eating chocolate and feeling guilty afterward. Disappointment. I actually believe that this woman is uh, intellectually honest. Like she, in other words, she actually has made the choice and is perfectly okay with the consequences because of all the pain in it. But I, I, I think she's true. She's being fair enough. So what changed? Past 10 years, there's been more mainstream recognition of many social justice issues like aided by the egalitarianism of social media. One of many issues brought to the forefront is the widely accepted marginalization of fat people. For the first time, fat people had the power and the platform to be visible on our own terms, tell our own stories, and call for the advancement of body positivity. Oh, fine. But you're never going to get guys to sleep with you. Body positive movement's origins have always been political. The movement was started by fat black women in the 60s and largely addressed by the fat. The fat phobic is rooted in anti-black racism. No, it's not. Men just don't like fat chicks. It's not racism. You could argue maybe sexism, but on a genetic level, like men like girls with big boobs, that's not racism. It might be boobism, but I know you got to play your Time magazine. You know, people in dentists look at it, I think, once. Uh, I know you got to do the victimhood thing all the time. Uh, fatness as an identity is millennials experienced the most profound shift from the Kate Mossian beauty standard that dominated all media to a steady increase in body diverse representation as a warm fuzzy. It's as it felt in the beginning to see lingerie commercial featuring women with and without hips, thighs, and tummies for dancing freely around the other world. Hyper-focus on representation shifted the conversation away from liberation to as much more palatable discourse surrounding self-love. <clears throat> the liberation, just choose. You can just choose. You're liberated. If you don't, like guys, entire conversation, fine. You don't want to worry about women. It's very liberating. But the interesting thing is look how the two sides of this debate, what they recommend. Men go for self-improvement. Like, well, we're here. Let's hit the gym. Let's go adventure. Let's make a lot of money. Let's have a join in. A, you girls are still on the, oh, 
self-love and da, 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 it's perfectly fine. It's like for health reasons alone. Uh, but what's wrong with focusing on self-love? Well, for one, self-love is clearly absent of politics. So what? Self-love is what has been used to justify the erasure of the most marginalized bodies in favor of a size to 8 to 12 white women being pushed to the forefront. Self-love is equal. Okay, I'm done with it. <clears throat> I'm just saying there's some psychological philosophical discourse um, with, with the Wamans on the Wamans side. Which gets back to my whole point. What a miserable life. Dude, if you don't like men that much, if you don't like, you could just ignore them. You could just walk away and go do your thing. Why don't you girls go your own way? Do it. It's much more healthy. It's much more happy. So there's that. So there you go. Here's your weight loss drug. We're suing you. Oh my God, there's a weight loss drug. What are the consequences? Oh my, ah, like, God, it must suck being a modern American woman. It must honestly suck. Like, none of you are happy. None of you can, none, no one, no one. And it would all go away if everyone stopped being lazy, you know? Course, how to stop being lazy, available at the Clary School of Economic Philosophy. I don't know if it's worth 50 bucks, but maybe you got to shit out your stomach or throw up your esophagus to maybe say, hey, maybe I ought to take a $50 course. Oh, my God, my health insurance doesn't cover barfed up esophagus. It's the patriarchy. Someone get a GoFundMe. I need national health insurance. Or you could have just lost weight. Or you could have just stopped being lazy. Would you, you just, uh. uh, Vernon T. Waldrop, two bucks. Are you going to the Great Wall? No, I'm avoiding China. I'm not going to China or Vietnam. I'm not going to any countries that are ostensibly communist because I, I, they're lockdowns. I, I don't want to be trapped in China for two years if also another outbreak comes up and all the pearl clutchers and the uh, FEMA emergency management doctorates like, oh, my time to shine. Shut everything down. No. Christian Campos, five bucks. Cappy, I will ban remote jobs for government workers. Government workers are more lazier now. I would just get rid of the government jobs. There's no reason to have half of them. <clears throat> Colin K, two bucks today. I hit 100 ounces of silver gold. Bid? Yes. All right. Halfway there, man. Halfway there. Then you never have to worry about it again. I would get a little junk silver, though, there, SJ. If you could, you know, pick it up along the way. <clears throat> I'm sorry, Colin. Uh, SJ, two bucks, Canadian. Not settling is ironic when settling for cats. I Hear me now. And if you don't believe me, go get my book, A World Without Men, or my other book, The Book of Numbers. Okay? Women don't like men that much. You cannot force a woman to be physically attracted to a man if she's not. And all the data we got show that about 80% of men are unattractive to women. Right? However, if the right guy comes along, they do find men attractive. And when women say, what do you mean we don't like men? We love men. That's all we talk about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like the top, literally, it's starting to look like the top 5%. Let's just say the linear top 10% for now. All right? Yes, if they get that guy, then they like guys. But when we have to talk about the sexes in general, total population, generally speaking, women don't 
find men that attractive. And so when we generally talk about it and you got to think and philosophize about, well, women, what are they doing? How do I react? It is a fact. Women generally don't like men that much. <clears throat> and so when they settle for their cats, you got to understand they literally prefer to have cats than your average man. That's true. If they didn't, if they prefer to have the average man over the cats, they would have settled for the average man and there would be less cats. Everything is choice. Everything is behavior. Everything is action. What did they do? Guys, if women liked you that much, you'd know. They'd be dressed up. They'd have long hair. You could say times are different, right? Generations past, women might have liked men more. Right now, look, you don't have you don't have to interrogate him. You don't have to second guess. It's right there. Most women, right now, here's a fact. Look in the mirror and tell yourself this, because this applies to most of us, myself included. Most women would prefer to be a lonely spinster with cats than have sex with you. That's true. It might be a good affirmation to tell yourself that. Not in a defeatist way, but so you know. <clears throat> Non-stop trade, two bucks. Operation Evil, height gain pill for men with easy 10 figs. Yes, exactly. Well, that already kind of exists with a lot of the grifter bros out there. Verna Waldrop, two bucks. Ever see Dogma with Selma Hayek? Buddy Christ. Yeah, uh... Uh, the guy who played the zebra in the zebra movie escape from Zootopia or whatever it's called. Uh, and then, um, the comedian guy that, uh, that wasn't that good, but everyone thinks I'm like not Bill Burr. Um, the old guy who passed away. Yeah, I saw it. It was a while ago. That was an edgy nineties. Ooh, we're atheist, bro. Whoa, we're so intelligent, man. Uh, non-stop trade two bucks Cappy's pronouns are life coach influencer hashtag cat and dog beater I do not beat animals Reed Schwartz are five bucks loss of weight with no work keeping the perfect mental state money there you go there you go I, I know you're right you're right Reen <clears throat> that allows them to have their cake and eat it too it, is, it literally is a magic drug created by who probably some men I'm just gonna guess Uh, and Israeli Jewish? No. Yeah, shekels. 15 shekels. Woke up at 437, worked for nine hours, then went to the gym. Feeling accomplished. Good for you, man. <clears throat> Good for you. Oh, yeah, I remember. You're, you're here. Yeah, okay. I don't have your name. Um, that's that. All right. Uh, I have... An article. I don't have the Good Morning Karachian. Someone sent me this. You always like to keep track of Minnesota. Food Bank announces plan to cut hunger in half for Minnesota. Since I have been a kid, there's always been a fight to cure children's hunger. To cure it, it's almost 50 years you haven't cured hunger. <clears throat> this food bank will not cut Minnesota hunger in half. If Minnesotans stop, but poor people particularly, if you stop having kids you can't afford and you get jobs, that will cut hunger. Uh, but let's also be honest, there is no hunger. There's obesity, but there is no hunger. Second Harvest Heartland in Brooklyn Park announced the bold challenge on Monday. Ooh, we're 
going to cut it in half. Ooh, I hope you get some more donations and people who work there don't have to get real jobs and continue working at a nonprofit. <clears throat> One of the nation's largest food banks is Second Harvest Heartland in Brooklyn Park. On Monday, the organization announced a bold new plan to cut hunger in half for all Minnesotans by 2030. Okay, so a bunch of liberal arts majors have some jobs now. Maybe you could sing a song, raise awareness. The nonprofits Make Hunger History Initiative aims to bring together communities, business leaders, and lawmakers to fight the growing problem of food insecurity. We we don't, God Almighty, we don't. Just last week, a report said Minnesota food shelves saw a record number of visits in 2023. That's because you've taught people not to work. Geez, oh my gosh, we keep feeding the raccoons, and the raccoons keep showing up, but this time they bring their family and friends. I don't know why the raccoons keep reading. Don't feed the bears. Why are you feeding the bears? Why shouldn't we feed the bears? We like the bears. Give the bears more food. Oh, my God. Why are the bears, like, just hanging out by the campsites all the time? What do you mean when the traffic stopped and the tourists went away, a, a whole pack of bears died? Bears, by the way, don't, don't do packs. The rising demand is blamed on sky-high grocery, gas, and utility prices, coupled with the explanation expiration of pandemic-era emergency relief programs. So you cut welfare, but you printed off money for the welfare, and now people can't afford. But they got free money, right? So let me let me see if I get this right. You, you've you've described it. Hang on. You had a solution and the problem reverse. The rising demand is blamed on sky-high grocery gas utility prices coupled with the expiration of pandemic-era emergency relief programs. So we printed off a bunch of money. So you had these welfare programs during the pandemic. The money got into the economy, circulated, and increased prices. Why don't you just save the money? But, 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 but. You printed off more money. Now you're paying more in prices. I... I'm not expecting this journal to put that together. The big food bank and its network of local food shelves are putting up the historic cut in half goal to motivate the community leaders. This is a defining moment in our mission to end hunger, said Allison O'Toole. Let's look up this tool. Don't worry. How much you want to bet? White woman to the rescue. How much you want to bet? Here we go. Oh, no, that's not it. Oh, here it is. <laughs> uh, about us volunteer. Oh, look, everybody. Guess what? A bunch of liberal white people. They've solved so many problems in the world. Oh, <clears throat> here she is, Alison O'Toole. She doesn't look like she's missing hunger. Allison O'Toole is likely to introduce herself as a very proud CEO of Second Harvest Heartland. She's proud of her team, Food Bank, blah, blah, blah. Taking a stand on ending Minnesota's hunger divide, the inequities that leave Minnesota's black, Hispanic, and Asian indigenous facing twice the hunger rate of white families. O'Toole believes self-described CEO does stuff, call to action, testify, roll, is credit overhauling. Insurance Exchange, Minsure, Director of State Affairs, Allison, dedicated prosecutor in the Twin Cities, President's Council, <clears throat> Breck School Board. 
Okay, I got to look. I want to know degree. She sounds like a government worker. Here's her Twitter. Here, second line. Okay, let's go. Let's go here. Nope, I don't care. Activity. Uh, I don't don't really want to log in. Greater Minneapolis Crisis Nursery, Breck School, Board of Those are all volunteer. Uh, is this another liberal white woman to the rescue who is not going to solve the problem, but she will make lots of money running this program? <clears throat> I'm not going to read the rest of it. You know how that story ends. There will just be more enabling. And it, why are more antelope showing up to the campsite? We'll feed them. I like the pretty antelope. Why are they all dying in a mass extinction event? Let me get. Give me a second. <clears throat> Some of you sent me appointment. Just saying thanks. Let's read this uh, thing. Hey, Aaron, I just wanted to thank you for all the info you provide. I ran across the book Curse of the High UQ several months ago, and I really liked it. I have bought several of your other books since then and also started watching YouTube videos. One thing that really helped me was during one of your videos after your main topic, you were talking about fat fat men, a.k.a. me. I didn't plan this, ladies. I'm just going through my emails to clear it out. There are some running common themes. How do I get laid? My life sucks. You're a lazy piece of shit. Is this pain worth it? Was the pain worth it? Uh, After your main topic, you're talking about fat American men, a.k.a. me. The general sentiment was you're fat because you're lazy and weak. Lose weight. It's going to be hard. It's going to suck. Do it anyway. I swear this is what I needed to hear. What the fuck? I appreciate the email. What do you mean you needed to hear? What? I have had that happen. So you, you told me what I needed to hear. You didn't know? You didn't know what was every I, I understand if you came from a modern American family where momsy just tells you what you want to hear and the teachers are fucking useless and ineffective, not a drop of reality. But you didn't know hanging out with friends and playing on the playground. What really you didn't know that was bad to be fat. And I just got to come along with my ass kicking foot, wind up, kick you in the earth. What I needed. Why did you need that? Fuck. I mean, I'll take the money if all I got to do is kick people's asses. And I guess that's all my courses and books predominantly are. But if if you guys need that, you need someone to come in there and slap you across the face. I don't know why. A psychologist might be able to explain this to me. <clears throat> I've been fat my whole adult life and always failed at losing weight. No, you chose to fail at losing weight. Part of the problem was always hearing, do this, it's easy. Take this, it's easy. It's easy, just do it. Well, for me, it's not easy. I kept failing. Look, if it's easy, everyone would do it. Communism, it's easy. If communism was easy and it worked, we would have all done it by now. But we're up to what? I don't know, our 60th attempt at it? 
It's not easy. And I kept failing every time I got a, it got a little hard. Hearing you say it's hard, it's going to suck, have discipline and do it anyway, hit hard. How did that hit hard? I started mid-December of 2023, right before Christmas, and yeah, it sucked, but I've I've been eating right since then and regularly losing weight, and hopefully by the summer we'll be at the right weight for my height. So thanks again for the honest, brutal truth. It helped me and hopefully to help other men too. Well, there you go. Good to hear that, man. Very happy to hear that. <clears throat> Glad you're making progress. Uh, let that, where did that go? I'm going to put that, that goes into the book. I like the happiness. Okay, maybe not. Um, here, kind of related. Money-wise, 100-year-old shares how he still has $1 million saved with a yearly salary that never went over 40000 The elusive century mark, it's an age many of us would be thrilled to hit. On the other hand, there's the riddle of how retirement funds will ever last that long, assuming you can last that long to begin with. Then there's Bill Stovall of Cumming, Georgia who at 100 years young could still call himself a millionaire, all the more remarkable given that he did it as a man of mo a modest salary. In fact, he never made more than 40000 a year. He retired at 65, having held several roles in middle management. Some of Stovall's secrets are simple. He stays away from risky investments. I'm not a gambler. The stock market is a crapshoot, nor is he an extravagant spender. Luxury for him might amount to a vodka or whiskey cocktail several times a week, but rarely more than one glass a day. <clears throat> leverage the power of compound interest. He saved early profit from selling your homes over time. He outgrew the houses in Georgia. Each time he sold, he netted more than what he paid for. Turn 46. There's a live within your means. We live in a consumer society and every turn you'll encounter messages of subtle pressures and park money on things that you don't need. Yeah. Like drugs that make you barf out your esophagus, but at least he didn't have to hit the gym. Americans do and soon will. Core retail spending, blah, 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 blah. Keep those discounts. Share your living expenses. I, I'm not. I appreciate the article. I do. But I'm tired of repeating myself. <clears throat> so thank you. Thank you, Michael. I appreciate the article. Okay. That's that. That's that. Let's go to remaining super chats. Then Cappy is going to go and live the rest of his day. I got to go to two Dutch gyms. Uh, what other good news we got here from you guys? Uh, Dogma, lost weight, green, wake up, nonstop trade, five bucks. I've noticed this be being overseas that Western women have always have RBF. Oh, resting bitch face, <clears throat> never look happy or smile, and non-Western women are the opposite, at least to me. Okay, first they have that here domestically. It's not whether they're overseas. Go look around. Look. Be Dre, ask you this. Why should anyone in the United States be happy? Yeah, fine. We got high standards of living. Aside from that, name me one thing. Eat, both of the sexes are fat and ugly and repulsive. There is no family. Everyone's out to steal your shit. Even if you're like a, a leftist, right? You think, well, the leftist should be happy. <clears throat> they view your shit as their shit. You're going to say you got to go work for a living. They've been lied to thinking that they could just sponge off of other people. So this is half of the population collects the government checks. So this is parasitic class that, oh, my God, I might have to work. Ah, I can't imagine how pissed off that would be. Everyone's ideology. Think about this. The percentage of the trade. Think about this. You know, you're black. You don't care that you're black. I mean, you know, okay, I guess at some level you do. But you're not like, oh, my God, I'm black. And it's Black History Month and Black Pride. 
You're like, no, I'm a Marine. I'm working hard. You're doing your thing overseas. You got a life. What percentage of the black community, all they have is their race? You know, that's it. Like feminists. You know why feminists are so miserable? Because they got nothing but their, but their genitalia. Like there's no core. There's no soul. There's no hustle. There's no career. There's no profession. There's no family. No love. No nothing. And everyone in that, what percent of the U.S. population thinks that they have been trained to be conditioned, that their traits are the number one thing? No wonder everyone's pissed off here. It's not natural, this environment we have. Then the women go overseas. All right, well, they got their own concerns back at home. But then I've heard this over in Japan. The girls look at all the thin, relatively, I'm not a big Asian guy. I, I, I just don't find him that attractive. I don't. I'm like, well, I guess she's cute. Um, I don't like that South Korean look where it's really pasty and they just look like little girl. I'm like, why? They look like dolls. I'm like, ah, no, no, thank you. Anyway, uh, but the girls go over there, American Western women, and they realize that they're just, no guy has any interest. And socially, I don't think any women have any interest in hanging out. There's also a language bear. So women are very lonely over there. I guess if you're in the mid East, um, I don't know where you are, but it's Arabic or Farsi or whatever you're speaking over there. Um, That's a big hurdle. And they're just lonely. And I dare I say, I think American women have a reputation where a lot of guys like, no way, man, forget this. I mean, you got to be physically attractive. So there's, there's no social interaction because of a language hurdle. Women have no interest. I'm sure women's uh, American Western women's reputation abroad is tarnished. No one really wants to interact or socialize with them. And then the, the guys there probably are shooing them. They don't want to date them. Um, I think there was even an article like, why aren't Japanese men in Japan asking out American women? And it was all about being intimidated and women are tall. <laughs> no. I I guarantee you they're very lonely over there. Guarantee you. Sig 226, two bucks. <clears throat> when all else fails, double down, then triple down. Yep, and keep on keep doing the nightingale bet. Keep on doubling down, double down, double down again. Nonstop trade, two bucks. Spurgs, thanks to you. Now use toilet paper, not hand. Thanks to you, use toilet paper, not hand. <laughs> oh, my God. Speaking of which, Chad, uh, Vlad Elkins, which you guys could tune into at the Elkins Accounting Hour online. I get concerned that Clary is having some problems. I, I do not have problems. I just have things that I haven't found a solution yet to. Nonstop trade, two bucks. I don't care about my traits. I'm brown, not black. I thought you were black. Wait a minute. I've seen your picture. You're black. What are you talking about? Were you like Latino by name or something? You're you're awfully tan for a brown fella. Uh, anyway, so we got there. Wait, we even caught, we said you got the, the man with the magical black penis. That was six feet long. What are you talking about? Now you're coming out and saying you're not black? <clears throat> All right, there you go. Link below. I don't have it linked below uh, is the laziness course. I guess that's the way this podcast went. So uh, if you how to stop being lazy, available on teachable.com. Search the Clary School of Economic Philosophy. Enroll there. It's 50 bucks. Uh, also linked down below, I have a link to all my books, all my courses, my Amazon affiliate link. If you want to do some Amazon shopping and I get a commission and a cut, you don't pay anything extra. And then there's something, I have something else linked down below and it's not germane or important. Dre again for two bucks or eight once said, you just tweet in the gym. Yes. That's why I have the, if you go to my Instagram, 
you will see the occasional gym pick to show the progress I have made. That's all I do. Those muscles just come from tweeting. I know I don't look it. I, I, I admit I dress like a slob. <clears throat> but when I have a well-fitted shirt, I actually do have a body underneath this thing. Uh, I do not just tweet at the gym. I save time tweeting. Like you can't just work out, work out, work out for an hour. You got to, there's the, the resting period in between. And I don't waste my time. I'm unfortunately tweeting is not fun for me. It's a job. Social media is not fun. And the day I make millions of dollars is they get rid of all my social media and I'm just doing what I want. And there won't be any more Twitter grams or Insta chats. Dre again for two bucks. I'm black, but not Wesley Snipes. Like, okay, okay. All right. We're just going to the general field. All right. You're generally speaking, you're black. All right. That's it. We'll see you guys later. Toodles.